Welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast, where we help women grow godly relationships, grateful hearts, and grace-filled lives. I'm Jess, and I'm a marriage and family therapist, a Christian, a wife, a mom, and I believe that God creates us for relationships, relationship with Him and with each other. So if you're looking to love God well, to love yourself, your family, and those around you well, you're in the right place. Stick around, friend, and let's get started. We have been talking this week about self-care on the podcast, and so if you haven't yet listened to episode 70, I would really encourage you to hop back and listen to it, because we addressed a lot of different questions and issues about self-care. What does it really mean? What are some of the excuses we make for why we don't do it? Not to mention, how does it actually help not just ourselves, but our families? These most important people to us are blessed by our time taking care of ourselves. So I'm not going to repeat all of that, my friend. You can go back to episode 70 and listen to that. But today in our Friday Faith follow-up, I wanted to just share a few thoughts about why I believe Self-care is not only healthy for the Christian mom, I talked about that in episode 70, but I would say it is actually, it is biblical, it is necessary, and it is good. I know that there is some pushback in Christian circles about self-care, probably at least in part because it's such a buzzword and if, you know, the, the general culture, the secular culture is into it, then there are probably elements of that that are not healthy and good and biblical, but... I defined what I mean by self-care in episode 70. And when we think about good self-care, that is biblical and necessary and good. And so I know there is some pushback, people saying, this isn't appropriate for Christian women. Um, But I think that's when we start, if we start mixing together self-care and issues like self-love, that um, selfishness or that pursuit of pleasure over overdoing good things and loving God. Like, I totally agree. That's not good. That's not biblical. That's not healthy. But that's also not what I mean by self-care. And I don't think that's the general definition of self-care. Um, now, I'm, I am in the mental health field. I am a counselor, of course. Disclaimer, I'm not your counselor. <laughs> this podcast is not counseling. But as a counselor, um, you know, this is something I talk about with a lot of people. And And everyone has these slightly different views of what that means. That's why it's so important to actually define the words and not just assume we're all on the same page. But let me share some of my thinking as a Christian, as a woman, as a counselor, about why I believe self-care is biblical, necessary, and good. First of all, um, I think that Jesus himself, when we read the Gospels, he modeled self-care for us. He was intentional about taking time for himself. Now, yes, sometimes people would follow him and he would give up. He would sacrifice that self-care time. They didn't call it that in the Bible. Let's be clear. (laughs) He did not ever talk about self-care. He talked about getting away on a mountainside before the sun had come up to pray and to connect with the Lord. He went out of his way to be very intentional to take time for himself. And sometimes people would show up, they'd follow him, and he would give up that alone time, that connection time, because he had compassion on the people and he would go with them and heal and teach and all those different things. But he did not stop trying to get, taking time to get refreshment for himself. 
So biblically, (laughs) as a Christian, we pretty much, it's all about becoming more and more like Christ. Jesus took time for himself. We need to take time for ourselves too. Now, yes, we need to use that time well. We need to use it in ways that are good and holy and healthy. We talked about that in episode 70. But let me also remind you, Jesus enjoyed life. One of the most common criticisms that he got from the Pharisees was that he was well known for feasting with sinners. Now, I'm not making the argument that he enjoyed the sinful um, lifestyle of some of those people that he was reaching out to. Um, but he was well known for feasting. He did not always fast in the ways that the Pharisees did. He, um, that's a whole conversation they had with him sometimes. Why do your disciples not fast in the ways that we are fasting? And he would say, well, why should they? I'm here with them. We should be enjoying this time together. (laughs) He enjoyed life and he wants us to enjoy life too. But there are two other reasons why. I do think that self-care is not only appropriate for Christian women, but is biblical and good. And one of those is because you are human and God knows it. And being human means, it means a few things. It means you have weaknesses. It means you have limitations. It also means you are not naturally good. If left to our own devices, we are... Um, let's just say not patient, not kind, not compassionate. We need to be filled with the Holy Spirit to be good people. I mean, that's really the the end of it. (laughs) To be a good person, we need Jesus to truly be a good person, to have healthy relationships, loving relationships. And if we do not take time to step out of our busy, crazy lives and connect with the Lord and do things that fill us up and refresh us and refuel us, then we will fall away from that fruit of the Spirit. We need refreshment. We need to be strengthened in our weakness. We are not infinite and good. And I talked a little bit in episode 70 about the reality that um, sometimes self-care time is that spiritual devotional connection with the Lord. Um, But a lot of times it's also just very practical doing things that you enjoy and that refresh you and that fill you up. God knows that you are human and Jesus enjoyed the human things around him. He enjoyed a good meal. He enjoyed a good conversation. He enjoyed getting away with his heavenly father to pray and to reflect on his ministry and his mission. And we need to do all of the same things. And one word for that is self-care. That's not the only way we do it, but it is a part of how we do it. And the the other thing that I would highlight, and I want to be careful in how I say this because um, it's biblical, but not, well, anyway, I'll just say it. So God gave us the Sabbath. And that's where I want to be careful because he did not create Sabbath as a time for self-care like I've already said, that that language is not in the Bible. He did not give us the Sabbath as a time to get a manicure and just relax and lay on the couch. But he did tell us specifically in the Ten Commandments, and then Jesus reminds us of it as he talks about Sabbath in the New Testament. God wants us to be intentional about taking time to rest and refresh and refuel. And again, that has to include a spiritual refreshment from the Lord, 
but it also needs to include a physical and mental and emotional and relational refreshment in our regular day-to-day lives. And in our modern experience, the modern language that we use for this includes self-care. So you might disagree with me. That's fine. I would love to hear from you with your pushback on this. But I do believe that self-care is biblical and it is good. But I also fully need to acknowledge, we all need to acknowledge, it is possible to do self-care in a selfish way. And that, of course, is not biblical, is not good, is not helpful. But good self-care, which again, in episode 70, I defined it a little more thoroughly and talked about why it's helpful for us, how it's helpful for our families. Good self-care is never about neglecting our family. It is not about putting ourselves first. And it's certainly not about indulging in things that are unbiblical. There are many different things particularly in the New Testament, if you read some of the letters of Galatians and Ephesians and um, Titus and First and Second Timothy, you will see these lists of things that the unsaved people enjoy and indulge in versus the things that saved people, Christians, enjoy. So self-care is not an excuse to go out and get drunk or to do things that are all about my vanity and my pride. It's not about gossiping just because that makes me feel good. It's not about doing the things that we are not supposed to do. That's not what I mean by self-care. If you're neglecting your family because you're taking so much time for yourself, that's a problem. And if you are finding that the only things you enjoy in your self-care time are specifically things God doesn't want you to do, well, that's an issue. You need to address that with the Lord. But I am talking about things that take care of and invest in the body that God gave you. And we can read 1 Corinthians chapter 6 to be reminded that God saved our bodies. He paid a price for us. And now his Holy Spirit lives in us. We are his temple. It matters that we take care of our bodies. We're also talking about things that refocus our thoughts, our mindset toward things that are good and true and beautiful just like we read about in Philippians chapter four, I think it's verse eight. (laughs) Think about these things, things that are true, good, beautiful, be a grateful person. When we take time for self-care, for good, healthy self-care, it refocuses us in that exact direction. But then the final thing that I would encourage you to reflect on, if you are feeling really hesitant about self-care, you're thinking it's not appropriate, you're getting some pushback maybe from your friends or your husband, let's remember that God created only good things. And yes, humans are very good at distorting those and finding the loopholes in those, finding the evil intentions for the things that were created to be good. (laughs) But part of God's plan in creation, when we read Genesis 1 and Genesis 2, is that he created everything. He created it on purpose, with intention. He said it is good, and he wants us to enjoy it. He told Adam, and through Adam he told Eve, work the garden. Take care of these animals. Have the earth submit to you not to take advantage of it, which now after the fall we do, but to enjoy it and invest in it and to live out my design and intention 
in your body, your interactions, your behaviors. So when we do take time to enjoy the good gifts of God, that honors him. It honors his creation. We can see that again in, I believe it's in Acts chapter 10, when Peter has that vision from God about enjoying all the foods that God has made, all the animals. And he's like, he's saying, no, God, I'm going to follow all the Jewish dietary laws. And God is saying, you don't need to do that. Christ has come. He has fulfilled the law. Enjoy these good things that I have given you. Now, self-care is not all about what are you eating, but that might be part of it. I enjoy a lovely cup of hot tea. I enjoy, uh, well, today I had a donut. It was great. That may not quite go in line with taking care of the body God gave me if I only eat donuts to take care of myself, my self-care. But find the things that you enjoy that refresh you, that focus you onto good, true, beautiful things that take care of you, yourself, mentally, emotionally, physically. And those things will not only help you, they will not only refresh you, but they will feed into blessing for your family. So I hope all this makes sense. I would love to hear your feedback on self-care and I would love to invite you to grab a free copy of the 51 self-care ideas list, a free resource from Love Your People Well. Um, You'll get the link right here in the podcast description, or you can go to the website, loveyourpeoplewell.com. You'll find a lot of free resources actually, (laughs) but that self-care ideas list is a great way to get started. They're all kind of, don't take a lot of time, don't take a lot of money, very simple and realistic for the busy mom. So my friend, with all that in mind, let me close us with a word of prayer. Lord, I praise you that you created good things and you delight to pour out good gifts in our lives. And I pray, Lord, for myself and for every woman listening, that you will remind us that we matter and that we not only need to connect with you to be refreshed and refueled, but we need to find things that we enjoy in this life and purposefully take time for them. Lord, I pray for our husbands and our kids, that they will also take time to take care of themselves. But I pray, Lord, that we will honor you with our time and that we will give ourselves that permission to use that time effectively, at least in part, by caring for ourselves. We lay all this in your hands, Lord. We confess the ways that we are mindless with our time and wasteful of our time. And we confess the ways, Lord, that we doubt and question our own identity and you, our own worthiness. But all of that comes from Christ. And I praise you for that. I pray we will be reminded of that today and refreshed, Lord, by your goodness and your good gifts. And I pray all of this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Friends, that is all I have for you today. So hugs and blessings to you. I'll talk to you soon.